This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own Now time. you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in 15 minutes or less. Each episode, we take one real-world business story and apply a key investing lesson to help you build your investor toolkit. If you're joining us for the very first time, welcome. We strongly recommend that you scroll up and start at episode one. Now, while we are licensed, we are not aware of your personal circumstances. All information on this show is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only. So with that said, let's crack on. My name is Brian. Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you? I'm very good, Bryce. Getting towards the end of the year. Here we are. Looking forward to our summer series, both on Equity Mates and on Get Started Investing. Before we do get there, though, we do want to celebrate the year that was 2022. The Equity Mates Awards are back for the second year. What do we need to know? Uh, Nominations are open. We are giving our community the opportunity to celebrate the people, the products and platforms that have helped us as retail investors on our journey. So there are four categories, product of the year, person of the year or interview of the year, guest of the year, however you want to wrap it up. Stock of the year is a new one and platform of the year. Link for nominations is in the show notes for this episode. It's all across our socials and on our website. Nominations are open for a couple more days and then uh, we'll have shortlist for the finalists, which we want the Equity Mates community to vote on. We want to celebrate the voice of the retail investor. We want to amplify it. So make your voice heard. Head to the link in the show notes. But Bryce, today... We are talking about the best and the worst ETFs of the year. Performing ETFs. Performing. Performing. (laughs) Best and worst performing ETFs of 2022 to wrap wrap up the year. And uh, you you have no idea what they are? So for the context here is that Bryce has been doing some research and has kept it very quiet. Well, I mean, you can log into the doc and find the information if you want. There's no fun in that. (laughs) So let's start with a bit of context. If we're going to wrap 2022 with the best and worst performing, it's probably worth having a quick uh, discussion around what have been some of the the driving forces of the market this year, some of the big thematics that could lead to outperformance or lead to some really poor performance. So uh, I'll set the scene with how the markets have performed, Ren. So the ASX 200 here in Australia is actually down 5%. Year to date, year to date. date. If you look at it over the twelve-month period, I think we're pretty flat. But year to date, down five percent. S and P five hundred over in America is down eighteen percent, and the Nasdaq one hundred is still down thirty percent. So markets across the board down from the start of this year, except India. Except India, nifty fifty. 
That's that's the scene from a market's point of view. But from your from your side, Ren, what have been some of the big thematics driving, or that we've been discussing this year, high level? So I think no one can escape the interest rate and inflation story. That's that's been a big part of it. Um, the Russian invasion of Ukraine and the flow-on effects of that, higher food prices, higher oil prices, uh, has definitely been a, a big story. China's ongoing COVID zeros and the associated impacts on supply chains, on shipping um, and everything going on in China domestically, protests, property markets, slow-moving collapse. That's been a big story. Crypto meltdown, mm. big story. FTX and everything else that came before it. Uh, Three Arrows, Terra, all of that, Celsius. Yeah. yeah. They are probably my headlines. Do you want me to keep going? Oh, that's exactly what I had. Inflation, COVID. I had energy, which is a byproduct of yeah, the, the yeah. Ukraine. I had crypto. And then I think also broadly just the intensity of the tech sell-off as well that, yeah. is, that is a result of everything above well, not crypto and whatnot, but uh, especially inflation and, and uh, interest rates. Yeah, um, there was definitely a bubble that burst. Yeah, absolutely. And, and could still be bursting in, in some areas. Two other thoughts. Coal has come roaring back in Australia. That's yeah. tied to the energy market. But uh, Australia has been quite resilient because of how much stuff we have in the ground that we dig <laughs> yes, go Australia, <laughs> digging stuff. All right, well, uh, let's start. Hold on, hold on. Final thought. Uh, you know how people say we're culturally American because like so much of our culture comes from America? Sure. My biggest takeaway from this year is that we're financially American as well because like their sentiment and how bad their markets have been have really bled into our sentiment here at home. Yeah. Even though, you know, over the last 12 months, the ASX 200 is flat. So with that in mind, all of those feel like that they're a negative detractor on market performance. So then it makes you think, well, what have been the worst performing ETFs? I've got five. Um, the worst performing ETFs over the past 12 months with everything that we've just spoken about. Do you want me to guess specific ETFs? No, nah, if you can just, if you want to just uh, okay, kind of throw let me, out. Let me bucket the first category that I think will top the list, which is crypto. And so in there, there's those 21 shares, crypto ETFs that uh, folded. There's beta shares, crypto innovators, ETF. Cosmos guys folded as well. Oh, sorry. No, I'm talking about Cosmos. Cosmos, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, beta shares, crypto innovators. And I think Global X have a, like an Ethereum ETF as well. Yes, you've absolutely nailed it. Uh, the BetaShares Crypto Innovators ETF, I think that the ticker is CRIP, it is down 76% year to date. So BetaShares, worst performing ETF of 2022. <laughs> uh, let, let's just be careful. <laughs> um, but to give you perspective on, on where that sits, there are 2,000... Uh, th I think 2,430 stocks listed on the ASX. Okay. This is in the bottom 100 worst performers of not only ETFs but of any listed product on the ASX. Can I guess what the worst performing stock was just quickly? Yes. Digital Wines. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> down, that's down 90-odd percent. Uh, it's uh, it's 0.001 cents. The celebration there for context, in 2020, Bryce and I did Digital Wines as one of our summer series stocks. 
There you so go. So you can go back and listen to that. And um, we weren't fans of it there. Sometimes it takes a while for your thesis to play out. <laughs> yes. All right. So to close out, yes, number one, Crypto Ren. Number three was also one that I hadn't heard of. It's the Trust Company Limited 3IQ Coin Shares Bitcoin Feeder ETF. Okay. It's down 46%. That came in number three. But that was the only, they were the only two crypto related ETFs in the worst performing. What else do you think is in there? I mean, uh, leveraged US would be high. So like a gear or a, which one's the US? Is it Gear or JGUS? JGUS. JGUS would be there, but also I reckon there would probably be some leverage NASDAQ that I'm just not, that's not coming to mind. So I'm going to say uh, like a 3X NASDAQ ETF. <laughs> Have you read my notes? No, I mean, but like. <laughs> he's absolutely nailed <laughs> we it. Literally <laughs> do an investing podcast yes. business full he's, time. He's absolutely <laughs> nailed it. ETF Securities Ultra Long NASDAQ 100. Hedge fund ETF is okay. down sixty two percent. Ultra long um, pr- um, is leveraged, yep. and it's uh, leveraged against the Nasdaq, which we know is down thirty percent year to date. Yeah, so for every one percent it moves up, the ETF, the Nasdaq moves up, the ETF moves up two percent, but vice yeah. versa on the downside. Yes, if it yeah. falls one percent, the ETF falls two percent. Yeah, it might not be bang on two percent, but it is yes leveraged. Uh, so that's why it is down 62% year to date. So that's the top three. Uh, and then there is number five is also the ETF securities, FANG Plus ETF, which okay. is- So crypto and tech have yeah. been- So FANG Plus is 10 uh, technology stocks, very concentrated. Uh, it is down 35%. Okay. And so then I'm going to have another guess. There's uh, one more. Uh, it's, it's a, I'll give you a hint. It's, it's a thematic that wasn't discussed in- broadly discussed in what we spoke about there. It's quite a specific thematic. Oh, is it like... Um, it's tech-related. Semiconductors. Nah, it's the BetaShares Global Robotics and Artificial oh, Intelligence. really? Yeah, down 37%. Okay, wouldn't have picked that. Yeah. Jeez, so, BetaShares. Yeah, BetaShares also had six and seven. Online retail and e-commerce down 34% and cloud computing down 34 I mean, you can't really criticise the ETF providers. No, absolutely because not. Absolutely they're, not. they're tracking a theme yeah. and they're true to that theme and when the theme goes down, you would expect the ETF to go down. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's so, take a quick break and then uh, I want to get to the winners because that's that's what we're here to celebrate. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. All right, Bryce, well, this is your episode, so I guess I'm doing the hosting duties and in coming, bringing us back from the break. We've just gone through the five worst-performing ETFs on the ASX for 2022. 2022 year to date, still a few weeks to go. Yes, that's true. It could be a massive it turnaround. It could be a massive turnaround, <laughs> but I want to get to the positive side. Give me the good news. Where are we celebrating? I will give you the good news. And just to be clear, uh, if anyone disputes these, fair call. Uh, <laughs> I have used uh, the platform that we use to get our investing information, Ticker. 
ticker, you can head T-I-K-R. Yep. Um, if you go ticker.com slash equity mates, you can check it out. Awesome platform, but that's where I've got this information from. Yeah, so, um, it is an awesome platform, despite Bryce just completely hiding behind it right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right let's get best it. performing. We're going flip side of everything we just spoke about. What do you think is the number one performing? Oh, it would be like a concentrated coal portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. It is the ETF Securities Ultra Short NASDAQ 100. Oh, okay, yeah. Up 50%. So uh, for those just joining us, essentially shorting means that you're taking out a position and betting that the price will go down. And if it does, you make money. So this is an, uh, an ETF that... Ha- inversely tracks the nasdaq yeah yeah so you make money when the nasdaq 100 goes down which it has this this etf is up 50 percent what do you what else do you reckon's in there ren uh i I, i'm gonna stick with my first answer which is i think in the top five there will have to be an energy thematic yes and let me guess there's like a three times leverage daily oil tracker it is not that okay i was that was excluding that one (laughs) i was saying something energy related but not that one yeah this is a broad one it's the beta shares global energy companies etf fair enough beta shares again i I think our our takeaway before the break was that beta shares are in the low ones a lot my takeaway now is just that beta shares have a lot of ETFs. Well, yeah they have three of the top five yeah, so. <laughs> okay. so beta shares global energy companies etf is up 41 percent, and i'm just kicking myself i didn't get on this trade to oh, be honest dude, you can't anyway. be like that that is you gotta take emotion it's out a of learning investing. it's a learning from me a learning from me um but you can't chase performance as well but you can if someone's listening to this or if you're reflecting on this and you load up on energy now Mm. Like that might not. I didn't be- say that though. I didn't say I'm well, kicking myself. So I'm, so I didn't say I'm kicking myself. So I'm going to jump into it. What would you? I said I'm kicking myself that in 12 months ago, when it was clear what was going to happen to energy markets, yeah. I, I, I think, didn't jump on. I think the thing that we've learned as we do this is that themes last longer than we expect. And, you know, so many times we've been like, damn it, we're late on something, so we don't act on it. Mm. But then that theme keeps, can, going. keeps going and. That was the case with energy. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, yeah. I, sorry. Um, okay. So that was the second. Now, there's also the Vanek Australian Resources ETF, okay. which came in at number two. That's up twenty percent. Three and four though are, are difficult. Are they the same thing? No. Uh, give me a hint. Are they country specific or are they like index related or are they thematic? They're very thematic. One of them is super specific. It came from beta. I'll give uh, you a hint. Uh-huh. Uranium. No, damn it! <laughs> it's it's one that we've spoken about. Uh, the, the 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 idea of it and the thematic we've spoken about on the dive. We've spoken about it with a, an expert, and we've spoken about it uh, on our show as well. Oh, so now you're just making me sound like an idiot. <laughs> no, no, like I, I don't think I'd get this one if I was on the other side of uh, it. And beta shares, it's new to beta shares. I think they released it midway oh, through the oh, year or um, so. Royalties. Yes. Number four, beta shares global royalties is up 17%. And to close out, it's an ESG focused one. It is beta shares solar ETF up 12%. Oh yeah. Interesting. Mm. You know the story with solar? Um, can I get this done in a minute? Uh, about July, all the solar companies were getting whacked and the US lifted tariffs on solar panels from like Vietnam and a number of Southeast Asian countries, but not China. So then a lot of the solar exporters started <laughs> taking Chinese solar panels and routing them through Vietnam and then exporting them to America. Look at like first solar chart has just gone thermo since July 
but the US are now re-looking at imposing those tariffs back on Vietnam and stuff. Commerce Department doing a report on it now because of all the Chinese solar panels getting routed through Southeast Asia. There you Dang. go. <laughs> solar in a minute. And that does bring us to our 15 minutes, Ren. So just to close it out, the, the, we, were, we were right with the themes and the themes have translated into best and worst performing, particularly on the worst side, tech, crypto, um, and uh, consumers. And then on the, be- on, the, on, the, on the plus side, it was shorting tech, resources, resources, uh, and a bit of ESG and sustainability in there. So big question to your point, thematics always last longer than we anticipate. Can I give uh, one quick takeaway? Yeah. Uh, no active no active. no active ETFs there. They were all either thematic passive ETFs or index passive ETFs. And what we mean by that is there's no stock picker buying and selling because that's a new trend in the ETF world. But it was all it was a lot of thematic ETFs, both in the best and the worst, um, or it was leveraged index ETFs. Yes. And most of these would fall in a satellite approach, I would say. None of them, you're not seeing your core ASX 200s in there, your S&P 500s. That's reassuring. Like if you saw an ASX 200 in the best or the worst, I would be surprised. Yeah. They're the steady grinders of the world. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right, well, we'll we'll leave it there. We are back next week with a recap of some of the lessons that we have from 2022. Then we're off for a week as we enjoy Christmas. And then our summer series kicks off six episodes back to back that you can enjoy as you are, as you take a bit of a holiday in in January and think about your New Year's resolutions uh, for 2023. Last thing you have to do this year, get your nominations in for the Equity Mates Awards. Make your voice heard. Let's amplify the voice of the retail investor. Get on it. Get on it. All right, Ren, we'll leave it there. We'll pick it up next week. You have been listening to an Equity Mates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.